good morning and welcome to the FTR Digital Podcast Episode 2. Thank you for joining me today. I'm your host, Zhang. So today we have five questions that we're going to go over and address them in a way that hopefully will help our audience uh, in the context of demystifying digital uh, transformation. So the, the first question is, what is AI? I think this is important because today digital inform- transformation is very trendy, but there's also a lot of information and buzzword out there, and it's important for us to set out common ground and understanding on what AI is, what we mean by that, what kind of AI it is, does it matter if we, what type it is or not, so things like that. And the second one would be, should a company develop their own AI solutions? I think you know this comes up a lot. Uh, when we're talking about digital transformations, there's certainly arguments for you know self-developed solutions, but also you know there are third-party solutions out there such as Nexogen, and I think we're gonna you know delve into this a little bit uh, deeper later on, and then we're gonna go to when is the best time to start digital transformations, because I think timing is also critical. Uh, we we talk to a lot of FTL carriers, FTL companies, and this this questions. Uh, often comes up, you know, uh, when when should we start? You know, should we do it before this or after that? So that's I think that's an interesting topic to talk about. And the fourth question is how is AI digital transformation differs from a traditional software implementations? This is close and dear to my heart because in, in my experience, this this has been one of the, the the more difficult part of especially for our clients to be to understand. Okay, so what is the difference? You know. I think there is a lot of uh, experience for these companies in the context of, of how to integrate software uh, solutions like, you know, the, the ERPs, the TMS, different kind of solutions. But, you know, AI, AI digital, AI-based systems are a little bit different. And I think it's important to understand why they are different, what is the difference, what to pay attention to and things like that. And the last one, the fifth questions we're going to delve into is, of course, then what are the common pitfalls of these kind of projects? You know, what, what can go wrong? How do we fix them? How, how do we prevent this kind of things to happen? And yeah, and that's going to be that's gonna be a wrap for today. So uh, let's move into the, the first questions. Okay, so the first one is, what is AI? Our definition of AI is, AI is whatever it is, when a machine is doing something that you deem it intelligent. And I think this distinction is very important because, in my opinion, it doesn't really matter what it is, it matters what it does. So I think in terms of, you know, if you want to know whether a solution is AI or not, or, you know, what kind of AI it is, I think from a business perspective, it's, it's more important to understand what it does. So what is the impact? What is the functionality? Uh, what is the scope and the flexibility the AI can do, right? So in terms of, of NextGen's uh, AI planner that does the AI planning of assigning resources to uh, orders on a massive, massive scale, it's not really important for a client to understand how we do it what it is does it have a name or not it's it's more important okay so can it comprehend all the things that a human planners can ensure yes you know can it calculate with the driving times directive yes can it 
you know be configured this way can it can we say, can it understand if we say hey you know you cannot do you can you cannot allow more than 100 kilometers of empty run does it understand that you know what what is it going to do can it handle different type of of constraints you know what if something is there are constraints that is contradictory to one another can it can it understand that for example should it allow more empty kilometers um, to optimize uh, waiting time or should it wait more and to optimize you know reducing empty run so my point is if you are a business looking for an AI solution to improve on certain capabilities an aspect of your business then care less about what type of AI it is and care more about what it does how can it adapt to your business how can you adapt to its you know specificities whether the impact or the 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 capability is going to serve the exact uh, goal that you set out to to improve right so in terms of the ai planner you know the goal is to assign all orders um, satisfied all constraints and specificities at the lowest cost or you want to optimize your tender strategy for subcontracting and you need a a, um, a tendering pricing ai engine for that to do that who's going to manage the pricing and manage the tendering process for you sure use one of those if you need to predict uh, based based on historical data uh, what the pricings or how the pricing is going to behave or the fuel price is going to behave for you to be able to do um, budgeting or you know capital management um, sure you use use that but it's it's always the capability that matters and the business result and not really inside of okay so what it is you know what are the algorithm that you know, part of it how, how's the math work? you know it, it doesn't matter and it's it's almost impossible for a business to actually go that deep and understand that so when you evaluate um, this kind of this kind of product look for the capability and look for the results and for the management team out there you know beware you're always going to have your CIOs and the technical guys in your companies who's going to try to impress you and look good and trying to come at it from a technical technological perspective and that's fine you know you you, you still need to trust their opinion and but make sure you're going to make your final decisions based on the more important business aspect uh, of what the AI does, you know, what is the implementation capabilities of the vendors, uh, what is the domain expertise, uh, how do they, you know, how well do they know your business and can they analyze your companies comprehensively, so things like that. And I think technology is just more like a a part of, you know, a small part of, you know, whether you can integrate, uh, how can you integrate, but ultimately, you know, business comes first and I think technology should just, you know, facilitate and enables business results and it should not be the reason why a solution is being selected. Okay, so next question is, should a company develop their own AI solutions? We see a lot of truckers and carriers and forwarders try to innovate and digitize themselves and this means investing a lot of money and capital to develop in-house technologies. Uh, this is where, you know, you have um, trucking companies that have, you know, hundreds of software developers. And that part of a company basically function as a 
software company that serves the business, the overall business entity as a whole. And this approach is certainly nothing, nothing new, uh, but when it comes to AI specifically, I think, and the reason for that is, remember, AI and its application in the business world, is, it's still in, in its infancy. So it, it makes little sense for a trucking company or logistics company to go ahead and pay the costs and risk of pursuing unproven technologies. You know, we NextGen have spent the last six, seven years perfecting our solutions, and there was a lot of risk involved, certainly in the process. It, 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 we has our failures and success. Uh, we spent a lot, a lot of capital uh, to get to this point. But this is because we are a technology company. This is our business. And for a, a road transportation company whose main business is to transport cargo to spend the money and, and, and to handle the risk to develop something in-house that might or might not be work. Um, at the end, I think it's, it's still it's extremely uh, you know, risky. I spoke to a lot of CEOs and owners of uh, trucking companies. And you know, from a business perspective, they, pre- they prefer operating expenditure. So this is why uh, a lot of technology vendors are offering services um, using the software as a service uh, business model, so it's it's a subscription uh, model, and these this fits the business very well because hey, you know you have the um, running business, you pay you know as your revenue as you're ge- generating revenue, and you know capital expenditure is something that they tend to try to avoid or minimize and especially because the high risk prof- profile of capital expenditure you know you you are spending the capital up front and it might might not hit the return on investment uh, expectations that you have against it and developing internally an AI technology it's basically the same thing right it's basically the same risk prof- profile of having the capital expenditure, um, and then you know at the end you might have something working, you might not. Uh, the only difference is, since this does not come from uh, a third-party proposal, the costs sometimes are better hidden because you know you have, you say, hey, you know I have already you know hired hundred developers, they better do something, right? I have to pay their wages. Any, anyway, so it's at the end of the day, you know, but but I think that is not a, a good approach to digitization. I think the, the good approach is to make sure you invest in proven technologies, make sure you have a solid foundation in terms of data, and then you can you can say, hey, you know, let let us wait, uh, let us allow the technology company to to get all these things figured out, let them pay the capital investment is required to have a proven solutions. And then once that is done, once all the, the gigs and the kings are ironed out, then we can integrate those solutions into our solid foundation of software platforms. I think this is the way to minimize risk and maximize business return in terms of digitization. Okay, so we have arrived to the third questions, which is when is the best time to start a digital transformation uh, initiatives? I think... Um, 
in 2020, where I'm recording this, if uh, you just waking up, starting out, um, having having a plan in place to do digital transformation, I think you already late to the party. The reason why is because I think most of the threats um, for a carriers or a, or a traditional road transport company will coming from technology companies, so companies like Uber Freight, Insta Freight. Um, who are really using technology to disrupt disrupt the market, and they have been doing this for several years now. Uh, Nextgen has been doing this for six years. So, from from a general perspective, it it, it needs to be taken seriously and it needs to be uh, handled with an appropriate urgency on how to use um, technology and digitization to improve companies' performance and efficiency. But in terms of execution, of course, uh, I understand there's a lot of dependencies that needs to be taken care of. If you are a trucking company, you might, you know, changing your TMS system, you might change your, you're in the middle of changing your GPS positioning. So there's a lot of things that's going on in the company. You are, you might be in the middle of the merger and acquisitions. In general, I think a good starting point would be from the moment where the TMS system and the fleet management system is is solid. The next logical step should absolutely be digitizations, AI, and fi- and and looking for ways to improve the core performance of the business. So, in terms of a a trucking company, we are talking about uh, planning. We are talking about operational efficiency. So, it's the execution and pricing. So, the, these are the things that should be absolutely on top of uh, any executive list when he be thinking about improving the organization moving forward um, this is the only way guys the next leap in performance would come from leveraging technology and transform your business in a way that maximize the impact and capabilities of those technologies question number four how ai digital transformation is different from traditional software implementation? This is actually an excellent, excellent question. And at a glance, you know, if you look at it, it, it seems very similar, right? You know, AI is just a fancy word, but both projects, inherently it's about integrating um, software system to one another. In our case, it's the AI planner integration into the TMS system where we receive the master data for planning in other cases is very similar so um so what is what is the main difference and the main difference is is most of the time does not come from the it uh side of things but more from a business side of things when you are transforming your business to leverage the capability of ai it means that the ai will become the one of the key differentiation factors in terms of, of your competitive advantage, right? So that, that would be the key component. And to make sure it becomes a competitive advantage, everything in the company from strategy to operation to incentives to controlling and reporting needs to align and um, transform in the way that makes sense in the context of the AI itself. So for example, in planning, when we 
introduce a the AI planner into an FTR company's planning process, the whole process is changed. Planners doesn't only need to understand how to interact with the UI, but needs to understand how to interact with the AI. You know how to set up parameters, how to think about um, interacting with the AI, and make sure they can utilize the AI. Uh, full capacity when it comes to planning for them it's a whole mindset change instead of thinking about maximizing individual pairings they need to think about the global efficiency and impact of the planning and and most often than not this is a completely new paradigm to them because before they didn't have neither the visibility nor the capability to do global planning and this is something that the ai can bring to the table furthermore The company strategy needs to be aligned with AI. AI should be the enabler for growth, for buying more truck, for allowing the business to scale up. This means that any future project or decision that will affect this, uh, maybe you know, changing the ERP system or buying another company, or just general restructuring, uh, it needs to be planned with this initiative, with this digital transformation in mind. So these are some of the example additional business transformation work streams that in the context of a traditional software often does not apply uh, because when you are you just integrating uh, a traditional software for example the new, a new CRM system or a new you know TMS functionalities that would just only means that you will integrate that into for the end users of of that specific department uh, maybe change the workflow a little bit to accommodate the new feature set but seldom you need to transform the whole company and change additional areas of the business as well so we have arrived to our final questions for today um, and this is the what are the common pitfalls of a digital transformation project. And I think the number one reason why digital transformation project fails simply because it is handled as an IT project. As I just mentioned uh, in my previous question, so when you are transforming your organizations, there's a lot of things that need to be changed from a business perspective. So in all cases, I think um, a digital transformation project needs to be governed. It needs to be led by business. It needs to be a business project. It needs to be about culture, leadership, execution, process. And then part of that is, of course, IT integration. It's a very important part of it, but it's a relatively small one. However, if the project would be handled by IT, then, of course, um, the IT integration will still be successful, but every other aspect of the project, I think, will be in jeopardy because IT inherently does not have the capability to change business culture, to change business process, to influence high-level strategy. So all of that needs to come from the absolute top management of the company. And this is why... Um, this is so important. This is why this is often the number one reason why this project fails. Uh, the second reason is the unrealistic expectation uh, towards AI. And what I mean by that is, while AI is great at lifting certain capabilities of the companies, it's not going to be the magic bullets that solves everything, right? So AI will not help uh, a company if um, you have problem with sales, It will not help if you have a problem with leadership. 
it will not help if you have problem uh, with service quality and things like that. So it's very important to understand that having the right digitization strategy would put you in a very good place in terms of competitive advantage, in terms of capability and performance. Every other aspect of the business still needs to perform well for the business to function as a whole and to be successful and to expect that, you know, just flip a switch and AI will solve everything. That is not true. And I still think um, next to technology, leadership and the abilities of leaders to build a performance-driven culture is still uh, one of the key of success of today's modern business. And no amount of technology or AI can substitute that. The third reason and the last one is the lack of agile and a step-by-step mindset and approach to solving problems. So we have met with a lot of clients in the past uh, when we were talking about integration of the AI planner. And most of the time, what happens is you know, a lot of companies have a mindset like, okay, so let's solve all of the problems at once. Let's, let's you know, they actually do everything. And most often than not, the, the most efficient way to integrate technology is to use AI and solve the complexity of the operations for the majority of cases but still have processes and human beings to be to be part of the process and to manage all the edge cases, all the incidents, all the things that still should be and needs to be managed by human. Putting all that in AI often than not have a detriment effect on AI performance and can furthermore increase the risk of implementation and the time of implementation as well because this can make the scope unnecessary, complicated. It makes no sense to try to include the 2% edge cases um, into the AI instead of letting it solve the 98% that is the ballpark of the operations when this this inclusion of 2% can drag out the, the project and keep the team from focusing on solving the big ticket uh, items. I have been in too many workshops where instead of focusing on the agenda and the main objective, you know, a lot of discussion has been wasted on two or three edge cases that for some reason people just tend to cling on, which is in a grand scheme of things yields uh, very little return compared to the main focus and objective of the project. So this is why a, a agile and a step-by-step approach and force yourself to prioritize and focusing on the big return, the big ticket item is crucial for the success of digital transformation. Okay, uh, that's all I have for today. Hope you guys enjoyed it. Uh, see you in the next one where we're going to be sharing our story, all the triumph and mistake we made along the way. So until next time, this is Zhang signing off.